0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
0: Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show.
1: And it's another FinFans podcast. It's Victory Monday, Lewis. Wow. Opening week. What a way to start the season. That was... (laughs) It was (laughs) was thrilling. It was (laughs) nerve-wracking. It was thrilling. It was... I mean, oh my God. You can throw a million adjectives at that game yesterday and I don't think we'd cover it. It was everything I mean, there was ups, there were downs, there was horrible play, there was incredible play <laughs> it was it was all over the place, and I got to tell you, um, it was enjoyable, you know when it was all said and done, you know the victory was so great, you know, because how many times over the years have we in games like this come up short and sure you know, especially happy. on the road, yep. You're happy, but you're unhappy. And uh, I'm telling you, it was, it was, (laughs) I had a blast yesterday. I really did. I mean, it was so You know,
0: Lewis, each team had 30 first downs. It's crazy. And and that describes it right there. I mean, it was just a battle. It was, it was a slugfest, you know? Yeah. It it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. And, And to me, I don't know how you feel, but to me, I was surprised at how well the offense played. Yes. And I was also surprised at how bad the defense played.
1: Oh, 110%. Um, you know, I, I talked all through the preseason and all through the offseason about, you know, how great the defense was going to be. Uh huh. You know, I was completely wrong on that. They were abs- And I think we all felt that way. I mean, I yeah, think that. Of course. Even the guests that we had on, you know, Chris, when he's been on, we all talked about a top 10 defense. And uh, that by no means yesterday was a top 10 defense. That wasn't even a top 25 defense yesterday. That was a bottom of the barrel defense. Um,
0: I'm going to give them a mulligan simply because it is a new system. And maybe, you know, they're not quite as familiar as they will be in two or three weeks. You know, but, but I hope. That's what it is. You know, I hope it's that they just need a couple of weeks to iron out the kinks because they really were not very good, especially up the middle.
1: Yeah. Well, there's bad and there's getting, you know, there's getting used to a new system, but that was really bad. I mean, that wasn't even... That in every way, shape, or form was just a horrible, horrible performance. and. But, you know, I'll, Lewis, I'll say this. At the end of the game,
0: when it really, really mattered, the defense stepped up twice.
1: Yeah. They made some sacks. You know, it took blitzes and some creativity, and they did get the job done when it was all said and done. I mean, they had to hold them, they had to hold them away from a field goal at the end. A field goal loses the football game for you. But – um You know, overall, you know, when I looked at defense and I thought about this uh, prior to coming on to do the podcast, you know, I tried to look at some positives and, you know, yes, you know, that was a positive, you know, when it counted at the very, very end of the game, um, you know, they did what they had to do. But, you know, the offense literally bailed them out of this game and um, going forward. With the type of offenses that we're gonna play you know that they, they have to do something i mean they, you know they this is the personnel that we have you know x-man's gonna be on the corner and i know there was a lot of negativity coming you know because of his pass interference call so on and so forth but there, i mean which i thought the- which i thought was a kind of a rough call a few of them a few of them were ticky tacky the first yeah. one was horrible i mean you know, I think Keenan Allen, I think he was the receiver on the play. I mean, he initiated the contact. He kind of ran right into X-Man. X-Man didn't even really hold him. Uh, he kind of just, you know, braced the hit on him. And, you know, the pass went sailing away. It was it was a ticky-tacky call. The one in the end zone, you know, I'm not so sure about. I didn't really get a good look at it, even on the replay. You know, it looked like maybe he hit him a little bit early. But, yeah,
0: I think I think he did.
1: You know, but the, the bottom line is this, is that, you know, they had two running backs that ran for basically 100 yards yesterday. And, I mean, they were chunks. I mean, they weren't, like, pounding it out and getting, you know, uh, you know, five, six yards. I mean, I'm talking about long runs, nine, yeah. 10, 12 yards, 14 yards. And there was just no defense whatsoever. You know, the defensive line was getting pushed around. The linebackers were getting pushed around. It, it was really bad. I mean, the run, the pass defense, and maybe you know, this was part of part of the um, the factor and in, in the fact that they played so so poorly was that they were in a pass defense more so than a run defense, and they said, you know what, you guys just try and beat us, you know, with the running game. Now, you know, as I thought about that, because me and you both talked about that as well. The bottom line is, is that people weren't getting their job done. It's as simple as that. And the system, whether it's a new system or not, whatever the case may be, collectively, those 11 guys that were on the field playing run defense yesterday were absolutely horrendous. But, you know, that, that was the negative that came out of it. You know, as, as poorly as the defense was, the offense was above and beyond over the top. You know, if you think about the fact that, that we put up 36 points, and technically, we could have put up 50 points in this game. That says a lot. I mean, yep. you know, a fumbled snap at the five-yard line, uh, not even a forced turnover, you know? I mean, that, it, it's just a giveaway. So, you know, at worst, you're, you're, you're over 40 points, right? Or right at yep. 40 points, even if you kick a field goal in that situation. And then, you know, Tua had a bad pass into the end zone where, you know, he kind of just threw it up and um, he yeah, allowed Yeah, somebody the said
0: they thought that the receiver ran the wrong way. Had he run that way, it would have been where it was supposed to be. I'd have to see it because I didn't catch that during the during the telecast.
1: Now, on the replay, the receiver, and I want to say it was either Craig Crawford or Barrios was, was breaking to the back. He was running towards the back of the end zone, and the ball was thrown behind him. It was a floater, and it allowed the defender to make the play. As a matter of fact, yep. the defender was in a better position than the wide receiver was to make the play. You know, it was just like a grab and go. It was a long fade, you know, the way I remember it. Um, it wasn't a great throw. You know, Tua, you know, he threw the ball roughly 45 times yesterday and maybe a half a dozen were just not good throws. You know, they were underthrown on a couple deep passes. Uh, those could have went for, you know, big plays. Did Tyreek Hill won the first one. Would have definitely been a touchdown. I mean, he was going in the open yep, field. No doubt. And the ball was thrown behind them, But... You know, the fact that he threw 40, you know, decent pay or 28 decent passes, I know he completed 28. I mean, he every other one of those passes that were completions were just a great job. Um, you know, I felt that, you know, he stepped up in the pocket well. He looked a lot stronger in the pocket. His uh, pocket
0: presence was as good as we've seen it.
1: Absolutely. He moved around in the pocket well. He didn't get those happy feet. A couple of times you saw it, and then he kind of snapped out of it and moved around a little bit really well. He made some plays, you know, stepping up in the pocket, and that's what you always want to see. You know, you don't want to see balls just forced in. You know, if the coverage is not there, bite another second or two. He did that right. at right. least a half a dozen times yesterday. Yep. So I can't praise him enough. I mean very, –
0: Very impressed with his game.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Tyreek Hill. I mean, what more can you say about him? He's just peace. he's he's peace. he's impossible, impossible to cover, period. That's it. There's not there's not one, two, three guys that can cover him on given plays. I mean, he gets a lot of attention and he still got targeted 15 times and had 11 receptions. He should have had 12. He dropped one you know, the percentage there when they're throwing to him, even though he's getting a lot of coverage thrown his way, he's, they're still being successful there, you know, Craycraft and Barrios really, you know, at that say number three position at wide receiver, did a great job collect, you know, between the two of them, they had six receptions for almost 80 yards and we'll take that every week. Right. Yep. How many, how many
0: guys caught more than two passes?
1: Uh, Pretty much, well, two passes or more. We had seven or eight guys, I think seven total, that caught at minimum of two passes. That's
0: what you want to see,
1: right? Yeah, you. Well, it's not only the fact, Mike, that they that they did spread the ball around. It's the amount of yardage they all had as well. I mean, yeah. th- these weren't eight yard completions. I mean, Smite had three catches for forty four yards. You know, that's roughly fifteen yards of reception from a tight end. Um, In gold, two receptions for 34 yards. I mean, you know, that's 17 yards on average per reception. I mean, yep. you know, and that's
0: your fullback. Well, as long as it was 19. So,
1: <laughs> right. And the other one basically went for uh, 15. So yep. there you have it. Two receptions out of your fullback for nice yardage. Uh, same with Smite, the average roughly 15 yards of reception. I mean, these aren't dink and dunk receptions that we're talking about um even with barrios and craigcraft i mean they both averaged roughly about 13 yards of reception i mean yeah. those are those are big big numbers if you go back Craig a Kraft couple had, of years, as long as
0: was 24 so you yeah, know yeah. that's a big play that's yeah, quarter exactly field.
1: a lot a lot of chunk plays yeah. all over the place i mean waddle had four receptions for 78 yards so he averaged 20 yards or just under 20 yards reception. Only five targets for Waddle, which kind of surprised me. But,
0: you know, yeah. that's what it is. All right, Lewis, just give me a moment and uh, we're going to break for a commercial and we'll be right back.
1: I'd much rather see the ball being spread around than things being forced in the Waddle if that's in fact the case. And maybe, Mike, you know, they were sending double coverage at him as well. Maybe. And saying, you know what? Beat us with these other guys. If that was, in fact, the case, and then it was a successful day. And, you know, offensively, it just amazing. Mostert had a total of 10 carries. And then Easy e had two. And then Ahmed had three. Our running backs had 13 carries yesterday. That's minuscule. Yeah. I mean, but we were successful. So... How can you argue with that situation? You really can't, right? I mean, you know, they, they scored 36 points. As I mentioned, we could have been in the 40s or 50s had we not had a few turnovers. You know, how, how can you, you know, how can you complain? So I'm just
0: going to say this if, if we're going to run the ball, they're going to have to run block better.
1: Yeah. Oh, without because a doubt. Because the, the run right.
0: blocking was very poor yesterday.
1: It was. It was. I think uh, Mostert basically, you know, did a lot on his own yesterday. The the touchdown run was great where he cut back against the grain and just walked into the end zone. That was nice. But, you know, nothing significant out of the running game. But, again, you know, when the passing is just so successful, you know, you're in a position here where why change it, right? They weren't stopping us at any point. I mean, how many drives, Mike, did they actually, you know, stop us in regard to downs and outs? You know, without us turning the ball over twice, maybe the whole game.
0: Well, how many punts did we have?
1: Ah, good question. Uh, let's we see. We
0: had, I thought we had one. This maybe, maybe stat sheet says zero, but I thought we had one.
1: Uh, yeah, we had one. I think Bailey had one punt. Um, yeah, he had, we had one punt all day yep. yesterday. Yeah, one so
0: that tells punt. you, you know,
1: incredible, absolutely incredible.
0: What you don't want to see is, you know, them bonking down in the red zone and, and making mistakes there. But, you know, when, when you look at the game in its totality, that really doesn't even upset you because of the way they finished.
1: Absolutely. Yep. They, uh, you know, they, listen, they came back over and over again in this game. I mean, you know, every time you felt that, you know, the game was kind of slipping away, yeah, they, they would do something the offense would move the football and, uh, you know, give you hope. And somebody, then,
0: would ma- somebody would make a play. And, that,
1: you know, on offense and defense, I mean, the
0: defense did not play well, but towards the end of that game when they absolutely had to have it, they were making plays. And, and this is what has to happen if you're going to be a successful team.
1: Absolutely. Yep. I mean, 536 total yards offense. Of offense, four hundred and sixty-six yards passing out of Tua. You know, yesterday, Mike, I felt that he had one of his best games, and you know, he made he he did, he had some underthrows, like we said. But uh, you know the,
0: what, I, I thought I agree with you. I thought it was by far his best game from yeah. start to finish. I thought it was by far his best game.
1: And it had, and we had to have it. And he was in command. Yeah, uh,
0: there was nothing to critique to, about his game yesterday, other than a couple of short throws. You know, and there's really nothing else you can critique. Exactly. Uh, the the fumbled snap, I I do think that was on him the the second one because I thought he pulled out too quick.
1: I think both of them were. Um, I think both times he did the same exact thing. You yeah, know, they I didn't. Never really...
0: I didn't see the first one as well. Yeah, but, uh, you know, look, it's going to happen. They're they're. <laughs>
1: They were you know, hyped they, up. They were hyped yep, up. You they know, were hyped, it hyped up, drive and he's, the he's game. getting
0: rid of the ball quick, so everything is rushed just a little bit. So he's yes. just got to relax and make sure he's got that ball.
1: You know, we've talked, you know, for years about, and I, you've said it a million times, more so than I have, is where you want to see Tua go out and drive us down the field when we're behind in the fourth quarter Absolutely. and make, make yeah. plays. and. That's exactly what he did. And then sure. we talked about, you know, the pocket presence. We wanted to see that. And he did it. You know, he did a lot of really, really good things that we've been looking for. And everything just, it, it, it all, you know, when you, when you throw it all and you get to the sum of everything, it was just a, you know, just a perfect, perfect situation and a perfect, perfect day for him at quarterback i mean my goodness couple couple more completions and he's throwing for over 500 yards yesterday i mean (laughs) you know if if if, uh hill holds on to that pass you know that he dropped yeah i mean he's damn near at 500 yards receiving i mean 500 yards passing Passing. i mean how how can you you know how, how can you Look at this, and in t- he had the best day of any quarterback in the NFL yesterday by far. There was some really, yeah, I think they said it
0: was it was the fourth best opening game ever by a quarterback.
1: Yeah, just outstanding, outstanding so. game. Um, you know, can't say enough about him. You know, we, me, and you have been you know big critic of his. Um, you know, for for re- You know, there's reason behind. Of course. It. You know, I mean, we don't we don't ever want to see the guy fail. But, you know, the effort yesterday and the just constant coming back, every time the Chargers scored, he basically answered. He was a
0: leader yesterday, you know?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, hopefully it gives him all the confidence in the world. And didn't he seem so relaxed yesterday? It was almost like he was on the beach just hanging out. You know, when (laughs) when they panned to him on the sideline when he was sitting down you know, I, a few times I saw him there, just laughing and just looking out into the, you know, into the sky or whatever. Not the least bit concerned. Every time the Chargers would score and they'd pan to him on the sidelines, you know, you saw a very relaxed individual, no worries, no nothing. That basically tells you that he has—he was he's in at the a zone. point where he's confident. You know, yeah, he was in the zone. He was in the zone. All the play, all the passes. You know, um, as far as the timing was concerned, or the majority of them were just right there. And I mean, guys, Mike, you know, do you remember? I mean, we are so few years removed from literally six, seven, eight yard passes from the line of scrimmage that were constantly contested. Guys draped all over Devontae Parker, all over Waddle in his rookie season, all over the tight ends. Yep. And Gasicki, same thing, right, never any separation. And then you watch the game yesterday, and you're like, Jesus, these guys are wide open. They, there's nobody around them for five yards, including Hill. I mean, you know, even with the coverage that he's, you know, the, uh, the extensive coverage that he's getting. I mean, you know, Craycraft and, and Berrios and all of these guys were catching the ball, and um, they they had separation. It was just it was just an outstanding effort on offense. I can't say enough. Um, you know, you go on the road and you beat a playoff team, a team that has a lot of talent on both sides of the football, and you come away with a win and you're 1-0. I mean, oh my goodness, does that give you all the confidence in the world going forward.
0: And I think you have to mention McDaniel too. Uh, yes. His offensive game plan was brilliant.
1: Yes. I mean, you know, we touched on it a little bit. Early on, it was. I mean, you know, the game plan, as I said, you know, we only ran the ball. You know, our running backs had 13 carries yesterday. But you know what? How can you sit there and scrutinize that when, you know, you had over 500 yards total offense and they couldn't stop the passing game? I mean, maybe on film, Mike, they saw the fact that, listen, you know, we can beat these guys by just throwing the ball all day long. We're not even going to worry about running the ball. I mean, we'll run it just to keep them honest. All, all right, so we, t-
0: we talked about the game, you know, the offense had. And, and right. uh, you know, we talked about the game the defense had. What we haven't talked about is special teams.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we had Sanders kick the ball out of the end zone. We, didn't, yeah. we had one punt. So... You didn't necessarily see the special teams in that aspect. Sanders did miss an extra point, which really, in the end, could have cost us. I mean, if they go down and kick a field goal, instead of tying the game up, they win the game. And um, that was frustrating to see. You know, you've got all of this. uh, You know, you're so hyped up at this point because you're looking at the fact that the Chargers just don't have an awful lot of time on the clock. But they had enough time to get in field goal position, and um, you're thinking, "All right, worst case scenario, they go down to kick a field goal. We go in overtime, right?" Yep, that's yep. what my thought process was. Of uh, was that right. yours? You yeah, know, just of the same. So when he misses the extra point, I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" I'm like, "Are we now? Seriously? They just
0: need a field goal, you know? And yeah. you get worried. Are you know? we
1: seriously going to lose this game because of a missed extra point? And we're this is how we're going to lose." This this game, you know, it should never come down to that. I mean, obviously, you know, the defense as badly as it piss poor as they played, you know, Sanders would have taken so much grief from that missed extra point, and thank God it didn't happen. Yeah, um, you know, because that was the last thing I wanted to hear all week, Mike. That you know, exactly. Sanders needs to go. He's making too much money. He sucks. He's this. He's that. He cost us the game. No, you know, if the defense, he kicked three
0: field goals, so it's not like he cost us the game, but he could have.
1: Yeah, he could have. Well, without those three field goals, and they were, you know, pretty nice sized field goals. um, You're not, you're not in the game at that point, right? Right. So you take the good with the bad. I mean, you know, he had a 45 yarder. Um, You know, he he had some long kicks, and that's what you want. I mean, nine points. You know, over the course of a game is huge. You know, it's absolutely huge. And then he kicked three out of the four extra points. I mean, it's something that, you know, can't happen, but, you know, you want to see him perfect every week. You really do. But we want to see the, you know, the defense perfect as well, right? right. We want to and see the him.
0: offense perfect. <laughs> the
1: offense perfect. The offense was damn near perfect yesterday. And we
0: don't really expect perfect, but you got to strive for it.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, late in the game, Mike. You know the defense. You know Wilkins and Siler. I mean, Siler's such a good, good football player. You know, he really is. I mean, love the guy.
0: Absolutely he, love the guy. He
1: always seems to come up with, you know, with some big plays. And you know, he
0: never stops working. Hey, it's break time. We'll be right back, guys.
1: You know, Mike. He, he never does exactly. Uh, you know, we talked about McDaniel and. You know, I felt he you know had a great game plan and everything, but clock management at times was a little frustrating. I think me and you talked about that a little bit yesterday during the game. Um, do you remember the situation? Because I no, don't at this point.
0: No, I don't. I, I just remember talking about situational football.
1: Yeah. And exactly. there and
0: there are some ways where we, we kind of lose a little bit of uh uh, thinking, you know, when it comes to, to situationally, but you know, that, that comes with, uh, coaches not stressing it, you know?
1: Yeah. I think you were, I think it had something to do with the chargers and us not eating more time when we had possession late in the second quarter. Was that it? Yeah. I remember it, it to some extent. How about the fact that we had what, 11 seconds on the clock? And we get a field goal before the half, which, which is the difference in the game. I mean, we won by two. That right? was all
0: McDaniel right there.
1: I mean, unbelievable. And that's what you love. You know, don't ever doubt our offense. You know, go out and you got the guys. You got a guy like Tyreek Hill. I mean, it reminds you so much, Mike, right, of, of a Belichick-type situation where he's like, you know what, we've got 20 seconds on the clock. Yeah, you know, I know you guys are getting the ball when the second half starts. So let's try and do something out of this. And lo and behold, we get a field goal out of it. I mean, it was a ridiculous play on the Charger defensive back. I think it was Easy that he nailed down the field that gave us. Yeah, I mean, you know, hit him
0: right in the back.
1: <laughs> hit him right in the back. But you know what? If you're not out there swinging the bat when the right, ball's you thrown, the you're not going to get a hit. You know, That's so. Right. You know, you attempt it, I I give them all the credit in the world for, you know, having the confidence in Tua and the offense itself to, you know, to come up with something. I mean, I think there was 11 seconds on the clock, Mike, when we started that drive. I mean, just... You know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, man, are they serious right now? I mean, this is (laughs) – there was 14 – well, hold on a minute. I'm trying to go back and look to see exactly how much time was left when we started that drive, and uh, I'm having a hard time finding it right now. It wasn't much. It was not much, and um, I got to tell you, uh, (laughs) just the fact that they even attempted that, was just absolutely outstanding, I loved it it was there were great nine to see.
0: seconds on the clock
1: nine seconds, and we get a field goal out of that nine yeah. we went fifty two yards two plays fifty two yards in nine seconds and look at the scoreboard thirty six thirty four without those three points you're not winning the football game so all the credit in the world to McDaniel in regard to that situation I felt that Penalty-wise, there were a few, but not many. You know, it wasn't- Six. We had six,
0: and they had six. Yeah.
1: I mean, it wasn't anything over the top. You think about the fact, Mike, that three out of those six, I believe, were pass interference calls on X-Man. So it wasn't the stupid uh, penalties to where, you know, false starts and guys not lined up at the line of scrimmage, that type of bullshit. Right. You know, I-
0: Agree completely. You're going to get pass interference every once in a while, but you don't want to get the false starts and all that nonsense.
1: They were very, very sharp yesterday offensively. I mean, they were just all on the same page. Uh, the offensive line, I felt against that; those two defensive ends, I felt that they did a great job. Not they one awesome. sack. Not they one were sack. Awesome. Not yep. one sack. Couple pressures. You know, people will talk about how quick Tua gets rid of the football. Yes, that's fine and dandy, and yes, he does. But, you know, when you're getting balls down the field, you know, you still have to have blocking.
0: Protection, sure.
1: You have to have protection. And, you know, I felt that um, with the absence of Armstead going into this game, we felt it was going to be a real, real tough situation, and, you know, Thirty-six points later and five hundred and thirty-six offensive yards later, you know, hey, they had to do the job to some extent, right? You know, yep. they had to do a decent job somehow, some kind of way. So I just the job want to throw out,
0: throw out something, Lewis. Sure. Uh, Isaiah Wynn was in for Eichenberg. Right. And uh, his pass blocking grade was uh, eighty point three. How about that? So Mr. Eikenberg is going to have a problem getting his job back.
1: Mr. Eichenberg was named the starter, if I'm not mistaken, earlier in the week. And well, we he, were, he
0: played one play. <laughs>
1: he played, yeah. Maybe he did st- I don't know if he even started, Mike. I really I don't know. Um, but they obviously, they made some sort of decision at the end. Well, you, you know, know it um, panned out.
0: the coach was coy about it all week. Right. He, he wouldn't say who was starting. Mm-hmm. So... You know, he, I'm sure they knew who was going to start. And, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. One of them's know, working with the it. Wynn showed that, you know, he, he did a pretty good job. So, you know. Uh, maybe we found the left guard, Mike. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if it's a permanent solution or not. We'll have to see how it goes. But it was a good start for him. And uh, it's, I'm sure Tua appreciated it, you know.
1: Well, here, here's the great thing, Mike, you know, out of this scenario, right? You had you had Win and Lamb both in the football game and you got you got through a game you got uh, respectable
0: performances out of both of them
1: exactly so you know when armstead if in fact does come back you've got some you've got some versatility there i mean don't don't be shocked you know austin jackson i know we looked at the grades and he graded out as the worst offensive lineman yesterday you know and that's what went and lamb in the lineup yeah he, he
0: gave up four pressures and uh yeah
1: and his run blocking was not much better. Um, overall, his grade was the worst, I believe, out of, uh, out of all the offensive linemen. Um, so with that being said, you know, going forward as the season progresses and if Armstead gets healthy and is playing well, you know, let's not be shocked if um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Lamb is moved over to that right tackle position if he, if he does a great job in filling in for Armstead at that left tackle. I mean, they, they should put the best five guys out there regardless of who they are. And, you know, that could be a scenario. Um, you know, I don't think Jackson did anything glaring yesterday as far as giving up three, four sacks. But He did give up four pressures and, you know, Tua maybe bailed him out a few times, you know, in regard to moving up and getting away from the pressure. But, you know, those defensive ends on the Chargers are good too. So, you know.
0: Lamb did give up five pressures himself.
1: Did he? Okay. Uh, Yeah.
0: So, you know, it is what it is.
1: Right. Uh, Good players on the opposite side, Mike. Yes, exactly. Hunt gave up a hit
0: and, uh, yep, the guys up top were clean that we talked about.
1: Well, think about the fact, Mike, that, you know, the ball was thrown 45 times. So yep. if you look at that.
0: He had pressure 10 times.
1: He got pressured 10 times, you know, which is, you know, roughly what, you know, uh, 15% of the time, you know, um, 10 times out of 45 passes. I mean, 20%, maybe a little bit more than 20% Ten, of the yeah, time. Yeah, that's about right. But pressures, you know, pressures. Pressures yeah. are part of Pressures
0: football. Pressures are not sacks, right.
1: <laughs> Pressures are not sacks. I mean, you know, most of the time, you know, and it's interesting because even on his throws, Mike, he had a clean pocket to throw out of. You know, it wasn't the way he was, you know, moving his arm in 20 different directions, you know, like uh, an escape artist, you know. He wasn't you know? Harry Houdini out there like Mahomes the where he throws the, the ball from 30 different angles over the course of a game. I mean, he was sitting back there in the pocket and just throwing. throwing. But he
0: was, cre- he was creating. You know, he was escaping the pocket, rolling left, and creating. Oh, so, yeah.
1: Absolutely. When you you know, he needed that, to on those pressures. Yep, that's what I'm talking yep, about. That's but,
0: something we we wanted to see more of and in, in this particular game. He was outstanding with it.
1: He was. And, you know, again, you know, can't say enough. Listen, it takes 11 guys here, you know, to it. Yep. Tua played absolutely phenomenal. But, I mean, how many drop balls did you see yesterday? One? One. And that was out of our best receiver? Yep. He'll you know, drop maybe points. two. You know, Craig Kraft maybe could have had the ball in the end zone. I mean, I don't know. You know, there was a pass into the end zone. It looked like the defender made a good play. I'd have to watch the game again to see it. But, you know, overall, you know, when when you are throwing the football 45 times and you have one or two drops over, over the course of those 45 passes, you know, that's great. I mean, these guys were all catching balls. I mean, some of them were difficult catches. The mo, the Mostert- There were
0: two drops. One was charged to Hill, and one was charged to Craycraft.
1: Craycraft, right. Okay, so that was the other one that I was talking yep. about. But Mostert just took a hit over the middle. I mean, my God, he got annihilated and held on to the football. I mean, there was there was some nice, nice plays out there. You know, the... The the catch by Hill with the defender all over him in the end zone on that little fade. (laughs) I mean, Tua dropped it right in. And, I mean, you know, the concentration there, you know. That was a great throw. Yeah, it was. It was a great play. Defender never even saw it. Just dropped in. That was it. Dropped in the bucket. That's it. And Hill, you know, just – he was was so much fun to watch yesterday. (laughs) He really—he's thrilled to watch. He's
0: worth the price of admission, right?
1: Absolutely, and I mean, you know, he—he's <laughs> talking about two thousand yards receiving. But I'll tell you what—that's a hell of a start right there. You know, yep. two hundred and fifteen yeah. yards to start the season. Yeah, wow. I
0: think somebody said he needs one hundred and fifteen yards a game now. I don't know, but uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, very. It doable. was fun
0: to watch. So. Yes, sir. Now it's on the New England, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. Next Sunday night in New England, uh, we'll yeah. see what they do for an encore. We'll you know talk they, they, about...
1: Hey, yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 I was no. just
0: going to say, we'll talk about that uh, on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, they were, um, you know, just talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of the games yesterday. And then, of course, you got, we got the Bills and, and Jets uh, coming tonight. up yep. later tonight. I don't know when the podcast will, uh, you know, the game It'll may be, be over. But, then. Okay, yeah. yeah so. Um, You know, very curious as to how that game's going to develop. But New England, you know, was getting pounded early. I think it was like 16 nothing before they could even sneeze, you know. and um, They were playing uh, a
0: good team and almost came back and beat them.
1: The Patriots, I'll tell you, the game was tight and they were driving late in the game and uh, the receiver just couldn't get his two feet inbounds or else they were down near the 20 driving. Um, And that is a good Eagle football team. Um, So the Patriots might be a little bit better than what – we thought they might be um so they got to be prepared are you saying
0: they aren't who we thought they were
1: the uh, i'm saying that i'm not sure about them <laughs> oh, yet i didn't okay. see how the eagles played yesterday i don't know what the weather conditions were to me it looked really shitty yeah um, it was raining it was, it was rainy raining. and and whatnot and that could have affected you know the eagles offensive game plan I mean, I would think that that would play more into New England, you know, if it was, in fact, bad weather. Because- Rain is an equalizer. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it takes all that speed you have out of the picture to an extent. If guys are slipping and sliding all yep. over the place. But I, I will tell you this, you know, our defense has got to play better against the run. Um, you know, Mac Jones and Herbert are two different quarterbacks all together. The receivers on the Chargers compared to the receivers on the Patriots are, you know, night and day apart as well, I think. Well, you're going
0: you're to have to find somebody who can cover a tight end.
1: Yeah. Your tight end's okay, too. I mean, the, the tight ends yesterday, Mike, you know, for the Chargers weren't the problem. The, none of the guys in their passing game were really a problem. No, I know that. Yeah. Uh, but the running game, you know, they've got Zeke now, Elliot, and, um, you know, they've got Stevenson, the running back. Um, they've got some good running backs. They've got a decent offensive line. We've got to tighten that up. And we'll talk more about that, like you said, on Wednesday. But, um, you know, yesterday's, uh, games, you know, there was some interesting games to say the least, you know, some, some upsets, you know, Rams over Seattle, was a surprising game, Cleveland over Cincinnati. And I mean, th- that game wasn't even close. I mean, nope. what was it, 24 to 3? <laughs> yeah, Cleveland just annihilated them. I mean, they just absolutely destroyed them. And, uh, you know, the Raiders beating Denver. You know, their all time series
0: is only three games apart. Which one's that, Mike? The Bengals and uh, Browns.
1: Yeah, it's something else. I mean, it really is. Uh, it's like us and the Jets. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The Steelers got pounded. At home, you know, against the 49ers, which was somewhat of a surprise to me. You know, they, uh, uh, they didn't look good on either side of the ball, the Steelers. Now, these are all AFC teams that we're talking about. Tennessee yep. lost to the Saints. Um, oh,
0: three interceptions.
1: Yep, and they barely lost that game, even with them throwing three interceptions. Yep. So that was definitely a factor. So, you know, the trend, you know, what I'm getting at is, is that it was nice to see a lot of AFC teams losing you know, yesterday, because these are going to be teams that, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, we're going to be competing against for playoff spots. So uh, it was good to see. Yeah, now the Browns Keep just losing. might be – they might be sneaky good. We'll see. Yeah. The Browns, for years, you know, defensively, they've got a lot of talent on that side of the football, and for some reason they just never get the job done on the offense. They've got one of the best running backs. You yep. know, they've got Watson now, and if he plays well – you know, who's to say? They may be a very, very sneaky team. And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if, if they actually wind up winning that division if Watson starts to play like he did a few years ago. It's yep. very possible. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. It's going to be a fun season for yep. us, I can tell you that. If any, If yesterday was any indication of how the season's going to roll, we're going to have a lot of fun this year, Mike. Dolphin no. fans. All right, but our our defense has to not keep it that close. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it remind you somewhat of a um, you know the old Charger Dolphin games? You know, yeah, a, little uh, the a little bit the playoff game, yeah. And the, and the, the the Jet, you know, the Jet Dolphin games when they went back and forth. I mean, it was it, it was just fun to watch. You know, hopefully we get a lot more of that. It was. With, I, might with just, I, might, I might watch it again
0: later tonight just to see it again. Sure. But, yeah. You know, it was it was fun. So let's hope next week is fun because, uh, you know, the first four games on our schedule were tough and uh, one down, three to go.
1: That's right. We're in prime time. My goodness. We, we go on the road and win again. <laughs> That's a hell of a nice start to the season. I'll tell you yep. that much. So, yep. all righty.
0: All right, Lewis, thanks for joining me this Very afternoon. Very welcome. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. As I said, we'll be back Wednesday evening. And uh, until then, fins
1: up. Yeah, uh, fins up, Dolphins.
0: All right, Finn fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care, Sports Social Podcast Network.